Fitter is an online fitness community which recently raised $2 million from Serge Sequoia. And my question was, how would this company compete against CureFit, which has a valuation of $500 million? How would they compete against that giant with a small little funding is what got me interested in the conversation with the founder, Jitinder. Many times when we are starting off and we see there's a huge competition or there's a bigger player compared to us, we tend to get scared. And that is why I was very interested in getting it right from the house's mouth as to what and how would Jitinder's fitter compete against CureFit and the other brands that are there in the market because health is a very competitive and a cluttered market. My conversation focused on three key points. One, the product idea that he has. Two, how does he distinguish, differentiate his brand from CureFit and the other players that are there in the market? And three, how would he generate his sales growth compared to the bigger players that are there with bigger, bigger paychecks and deeper pockets? The first point, how did he come up with this product idea? Well, it started off as a passion project, which he started in 2013, just helping people get fit. While in a conversation with him, he told me that there was a time when the, the number of people who wanted his help became so huge that it was difficult for him to manage. And he started off with a modest portal that allowed people to hire personal training trainers and he get a small cut commission out of the service. That modest project kept moving on. It was profitable for him right from the day one and it just kept moving on. And then in 2016, the company took a new direction and it started evolving to a fitness community model. So starting from a portal which allowed people to hire personal trainers to a fitness community, this is where the company has come. And it is doing cumulative revenues of approximately $13 million. After hearing about his product idea, my next question was, how does he decide what his brand strategy is going to be? How would he differentiate with the other brands that are there in the market? Quite honestly, if you look at any fitness brands in the market, their social pages are all full of people having a transformation challenge. So it's a very cluttered and a competitive category and therefore even important to answer the question, what his brand strategy would be and how his brand would be differentiated compared to the competition. When I talk of branding, the biggest challenge that most other brands or any company has is what platform of branding should they adopt? Cracking the platform, the space that you would occupy as a brand is a, is a question that is challenging for any brand of any size. So when I look at CureFit, CureFit as a brand is all about fitness with fun. So what they say is that if you want to hang around, enjoy your fitness training, come down and hang around with us. We'll have loads of fun doing exercises together. Fun is the platform that CureFit positions its brand on. Now, how would Fitter Jitender position his brand is the question. Such that the brand is able to A, differentiate him from CureFit and other players, Two, it is able to give him a concerted direction that forms his communication strategy and the way he runs his business. So when I asked him what is his brand strategy, 
well there were no straight answers to it however he was very interested in the idea of observing people's behavior and then looking at you know what is it that he could do that could help them get fit from the purpose side of the brand the brand purpose well the brand purpose is to get people fit but as a brand how do you communicate that such that your communication is able to hook people who buy your brand proposition a big branding challenge is always how do you communicate your brand proposition such that it hooks people when i started thinking more about it and when jitender started telling me about how he observes people and he came up with a very interesting insight and the insight was that a that he targets a market which is comprising of people who need to stay fit but are not motivated they lack the motivation to go and get themselves into fitness so when he defined his market and the market is that it comprises of people who desperately need or need fitness like everyone else but do not have the motivation to go and take it up and if that is the market then how does he create a change in behavior a motivation such that people pick up the service of getting into fitness when he shared this behavioral insight and his thought process that people can easily stay fit and manage their fitness over a period of time by just understanding the food habits how their body works and adopting a series of good habits with the behavioral insight and his thought process it started occurring to me that this brand is taking the route or positioning itself on the platform of habits getting healthy by good habits now there is no way there's no place where they have written this brand expression but after talking to him and understanding his the process of thinking i just understood that this is what his brand philosophy is that people can generate great health over a period of time by just adopting great habits therefore if i contrast the cure fit brand strategy with fitter brand strategy then cure fit brand strategy is more around fun that you can have while you're working out whereas fitter is more about healthy habits that you could adopt to get good health after covering these two questions the product idea uh, the brand strategy the second part the third question was how is he generating his sales growth how does he generate his demand especially when a lot of there are a lot of already there are a lot of gyms a lot of them are closing down how does he manage his business and generate the sales growth he's looking at the question of how does he generate his sales growth demand generation got him share an interesting example which gave me an insight into how he looked at building sales he gave me the example of iphone and he was really inspired he told me like the see the iphone changed the way phones worked it created a whole new category and he actually told me that well if he has to look at how he generates sales growth his strategy is how can he create category or maybe adopt a category creation approach so to create sales generate demand his approach was create category so he told me that like you know there are so many players in the market there are so many brands in the market there are so many consultants health consultants they give you all the education on what to eat what not to eat but most of it is jargon and not trustworthy So he told me he came up with something called quantified nutrition where he documented with research the foods the diets the exercises understanding your body type 
when you understand all these you can really arrive at what is the best way you can manage your fitness and he said that he just put it all up there on the internet for anyone to view learn and and get advantage out of so he would follow the process of science where he would share the science of food and body with people make them understand how it works for their fitness then educate them about it via a course so there is education and there's fitness that goes together in tandem so you look at creating a category for yourself and you follow an approach of education as well as exercising and you are able to create a set of believers in yourself this for any brand is a dream come true so his demand generation process would start with the approach of category creation educating and getting people exercise creating believers out of them and then giving them an option they could work with him as fitter coaches and earn some fat salaries or they are free to just go and enjoy their lives so far this has got him huge success he has been able to create his team of direct sellers like the way amways of the world have been able to do so his demand generation is organic and very socially driven by believers who themselves have gotten results and go and testify to the people that here here i am with the results and i tell you to join it and they reach out to their own network of friends which gives him a huge market with zero acquisition costs this is fitter story on how they they their approach on brand building and how they are generating their sales growth so far it's been super successful how would they get their next level of growth is something that i would be keen and interested on hence my two questions at the end of the story are one now that fitter has got a 13 million dollar cumulative revenue coming in what do you feel their advertising strategy should be that it gets them in the top bracket two how can they generate their sales growth their current levers of sales growth are one social selling directly two running transformation challenge where people can join participate there's a cash prize to be won what are the other levers and methods that they can deploy to grow their customer database if you want to hear the detailed interview and how the ideas transpired here you go I have JC with me over here, the founder of Fitter. Uh, the two things that stood out for me, because of which I was extremely interested in having a conversation with him, was one, he is a guy who has built this company like bootstrapping all the way to a hundred crore revenue. That's one thing. Second is that he raised a pre-seed, uh, you know, fund of a two million dollar. Uh, but the hero question that gets me interested is that when they are players like Cure Fit. and couple of more players like healthify and couple of more players with bigger funding with big, bigger pay kind of a funding checks that they have how is jc creating his own market over here so that's the hero question how is jc creating fitters market that got me interested and over to you jc i'm here to learn how you are building the market stage is all yours sure uh, thanks a lot for having me here welcome uh, uh, Okay, so you just asked me the main question, and I, I think I, I'll directly get the answer in the question. I think a lot of people have different meanings of, of you know of fitness, and when people look at fitness solutions, they expect different things. And so, from my point of view, when I look at people, uh, you know, looking at fitness industry, I think the end goal is becoming a fitter, healthier version of themselves. Now, is it? possible that one of these guys wake up one fine day 
and ask you as a service provider to quantify exactly what you are delivering for example my customers i can very well tell them hey you've been coming to the gym for 6 months you surely must be feeling healthier what else can i give them is there a number which they are expecting and so figure is basically managing those expectations by giving them quantifiable results you know so we don't we don't tell customers ki oh you're coming to the gym or you're getting fit you must be feeling it no you can see that you know you'll feel that in your inches you will see the number moving on the scale you will see your body fat percentage going down you will see your muscle mass going up and these are all the things that you can track and this is what differentiates us from any other players we do it with very very high precision and very high degree of accuracy and satisfaction and that's i guess that's that's what everybody is looking for right awesome so if i have to test my understanding what differentiates fitter from the rest of the players that are operating with bigger maybe bigger markets and bigger bigger investments with them is that you are focused on the metric that one number that people really care about so after 6 months in the gym the only thing you look at is that whether their body mass index whether their body fat index kind of changed to the to the scale that uh, they aspired or which is good for them and it's it's a combination of different numbers so basically we look at body composition markers you know so it's it's your weight it's your body fat percentage it's your muscle mass and these things uh, you know they they culminate into your body recon and that's what we primarily do and and i i i i was looking at your facebook page and i saw that the page page was you know created in 2013 so it's been like 7 years that you have been on the mission right yeah it was it was a personal blog uh, when i started you know the business really started in 2016 and uh, you know it, it happened accidentally when i started uh, so so the page was created where i was posting my own pictures my own journey and then some people reached out to me and then uh, you know they asked me if i could help them get fit so i created a small whatsapp group one thing led to another and then soon i had like hundreds of people chasing me Uh, and all this time i was doing it for free because i was just enjoying it uh, you know i was just enjoying helping these guys and then when the demand came in uh, is when i realized that okay maybe there's something more to it it could be more than just uh, you know me helping a couple of friends or family members it could be a phenomenon and it would become a wide scale phenomenon if instead of me personally training these guys if i started educating these folks and then these folks who are educating can become coaches and then they can train other people so the idea was look if there's 2.2 billion people out there in the world who are unfit if i'm able to successfully help transform 10 people what if i create hundreds of people like me who can then train and transform hundreds of thousands so you can create jobs you can make people fit and that that was how it all started you know? so these thoughts uh evolved over time they didn't start in 2013 2013 th- 2013 was all about me Ashen. Know, posting pictures yeah yeah so 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 i was looking at some of the best bloggers uh, or, or people who are today right now some some big celebrities and i was understanding their journey and i saw one thing very clearly that all those people who started off uh, they really didn't start off with uh, that this is, so so i read a lot of people famous celebrities who have got millions of followings and i saw that most of the journey was more about they enjoyed doing it they had fun doing it and and they didn't ask themselves what is that big question that they need to work on today 
and gradually it built up so that's something so so this this was passion uh, you said something called demand there was a time when you really got serious about it as a business so so what was that number that got it got you triggered that to seriously look at it like a, you said there was a lot of demand so what was that number that got you excited so i think the first time it happened was on whatsapp and i used to train about 167 people for free on whatsapp and i was constantly messaging i realized i was spending more time on whatsapp this was about 2015 Early 2015 or late 2014, exactly. But I was like always on my phone, you know, spending very less time on doing uh, my job. I was also an IT consultant, right? Nice. And more on going back to people, even in my office. And I said, look, uh, and and there were more people in line, you know. So I also had people coming from different cities, you know, flying to my house, and then asking me if I could, uh, you know, train them personally. It was really really serious, and things were picking up. and then uh, you know one of my friend ali you know he introduced me in his community and then then the thing really exploded and uh, then suddenly everybody wanted me to train them you know so one instance was that second instance was just to handle these things i said look even then the business idea didn't culminate it culminated much afterwards i think when i wrote the book called get shredded and i published it on online on uh, on the shredder group for free i said look everything you want Uh, you know it's there and it's free of cost you don't come to me just read it and you can train and transform uh but that was a failed experiment i wouldn't say a failed experiment it was a, it was a learning that you know there are some people who can use the knowledge there are some people who need more than just knowledge this is when i realized that you know it's a behavioral problem and uh, we have to understand why these individuals are failing in their effort to become better so once we started understanding this behavioral uh, pattern around why people were failing we started targeting that through personalized coaching and so as we became bigger and bigger as a company your understanding uh, about the human psychology you know why people are not fit what drives them it evolved and we incorporated those things into our coaching uh, you know so this is this is how typically things are moved today we get about 7000 clients in a single month Uh, you know, so that's that's the number that we have achieved in the last five years. And uh, yeah, when we started, it was it was about 140 customers in first month, so 140 to 7,000 plus customers in this month. So three three things stay with me uh, in this tiny segment that you spoke. One, you talked of behavior, the human behavior. The second, you talked of the uh, the experiment, the failed experiment, which is like the book. Uh, so. so and because of the behavior you decided to go for a personalized coaching uh so so when you decided to give it a serious shape of a business uh you 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 just started off from the place of the human behavior is they need a little hand holding they need an accountable partner and this is how you 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 stitched it up together to create a model for yourself right absolutely and uh, uh, so 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 i'm very excited about this idea of behavior because i feel that most of the products uh success succeed if the behavior of people is able to you know people are able to get uh and you know attached to that behavior it works uh so so when you started this as a serious business uh, how did you look at your market was was there any formula or any approach you had for segmenting the market for example you targeted people who were uh, so so you said at uh, you you said that you were coaching people who wanted to become fit and then you wanted them to become coach so did you target a specific segment of people who were fitness enthusiasts 
and they could become coaches. So was that the first segment of your market? Actually, I'm trying to understand the segmentation, how you built up the, like the question is creating the market. So segmentation, I'm just trying to understand, yeah. Well, to be very honest, up until last year, January, I didn't even know that there was something called as market segmentation. Nice. That's a like. I like it. So when we started, we had no freaking clue what we were doing. We just saw that a lot of people were coming to us. Mm. And we were not really numbers and data and all those things. We did have an accountant who was managing the finances. But that's all the math we knew back then. You know? So we were not really data driven. It was just a portal which facilitated people to enroll under coaches. And then the coaches uh, could just raise an invoice. And then we would deduct some commission out of it. And that's, that's, that's essentially what it was. It was very, very simple. And then if somebody came back and said, JC, maybe if you could add this, so we added that. Coaches came back and said, JC, it's a difficult to so fix So it was all about listening to customers, what they were saying, listening to the coaches, what they were saying, and fixing and just, you know, evolving uh, in the direction where customers wanted us to. So it was all about listening to the customers, you know. In the first year, I didn't Sure. And I'm being honest here. I, I didn't know anything about profit, losses, equity, or nothing. I'm not from that background. Uh, I was a software engineer, so I understand technology, but I didn't understand anything about business or businesses. So now we have a growth team, revenue team, team that looks at all these numbers and uh, you know segmentation and all those things. I still tend to focus on listening to what my customers are looking at. I'm more of a behavioral kind of a guy because I've been there, done that, overcame uh, that journey. So my, most of my time is spent in understanding behavioral patterns. So that's something I'm really good at. I'm really good at understanding human behavior and, you know, what would work for them. And so that's, that's, that's part of my uh, job description. That's what I do. I stay on the ground, I listen in, coaches, consumers, what are they talking about? How are they finding it? Uh, what are the NPS numbers? What else could be done to make things better? So that's, that's what I do. So you covered the first phase of the journey uh, you know, from a hobby kind of a thing to a serious demand realization. And the first phase was a portal where coaches could just sign up and it was a processing fee handling kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. And you mentioned that you're a behavior guy. You st- still spend time on the floor understanding customers, understanding people. Uh, now in the in the second phase of the growth, the first phase was that the second phase of the growth. How are you leveraging behavior? For example, uh, you know when you are when you are looking at your user interface or when you are looking at your. So I'm going to just shoot ideas and then you know it's it's all yours actually. I, I would want this conversation to be yours. I would just ask questions for everyone uh, for for benefit of others. So because you're a behavior guy, so in the second phase of growth. So, so could you, would you want to take me the second phase of growth and how you're leveraging behavior in that? Uh, sure. So look, uh, basically, you know, your understanding about human behavior and the more inclusive it is, the more uh, dynamic it is, the bigger your time grows. Like for, for instance, you know, when you mentioned Cult Fit or Healthy Family or any other fitness company, you know, the main problem or I'd say the main necessity for these companies is that they don't have a pull. You know, they, they follow on a push-based model, which uh, which is primarily a good. They're, they're good companies for people who are self-motivated. You know, if a guy is not self-motivated, he doesn't care if there's a cult fit or a healthy family. You know, but are there people 
who are not motivated enough but they are in desperate need to get help if you could get into the psyche of those people uh, you have a much bigger fam uh, you know waiting for you and i'm talking about 70 to 90 million people unlike the 5 to 7 million general population so when people ask me jc what's your what's your fam what's your target demographic you know what's the what's the size of this market i tell them in india itself you're looking at north of uh, you know 70 to 90 million customers now today they are not your customers that's because you are not understanding what they are looking for they want to get fit they need to get fit but your self motivation is missing motivation is missing so how do you incorporate motivation how do you take motivation to them how do you make them take that first step and that first step is the key to expanding this time you know, so so that's what we focus on our our model is built around job creation you know our model is a uh, sort of like airbnb if you if you uh, think about it you know where where you can go and stay in any room in the world but at the same time you can also rent out your own room so you can come and enroll with uh, you know one of our lifestyle coaches and get fit but there is also a future for you where you can also become a lifestyle coach successful lifestyle coach making uh, money which which is very very hard for the industry standard you know six times the indian industry standard so so that kind of creates an aspiration and an average household guy especially the middle aged women you know or people who are sitting at home or don't go to the gym for them it's uh, it's convenient and understand what we are fighting against today see our real competition is not cult fit or healthy family or any of the fitness companies i think those are 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 uh, what do you say these are the guys who are doing amazing work and creating demand generating demand through all sorts of advertisement and making people aware the real competitors are companies like swiggy and zomato which are making it more convenient for people to get unfit sitting at home So okay. somebody asked me who is your competitor. I say Swiggy and Zomato. <laughs> I like this idea. That's uh, so so Swiggy and Zomato is your competitor. That's that's nice. Uh, Cure Fit, uh, Cult Fit is not your competitor. <laughs> yeah, any fitness company, any fitness company is our ally today. See, fitness market is so big, and it's never going to be a winner takes all market. I say today we have five people in fitness industry. Tomorrow there should be fifty. that is only going to work better for everybody you know because nobody is even touching 2% of the time i like your I, i like your idea what is there's 2.2 billion people who are unfit no single company can target 2.2 billion people on the planet yeah so i like your i like the way you look at the market which is that you look at the other fitness companies uh, players brands as allies that are there and and an analogy that i because you're an it guy you will agree with this analogy is very similar to microsoft so in the bill gates era or even steve bama era it was more about the microsoft windows software and it was a closed world but today microsoft is about tools that anyone can come play create their own and they are trying to build up something else yeah so it's something like this a light kind of an approach so the the, the idea is not to become uh become a big monolith uh, you know that that's trying to solve the world's problem uh, the idea is to solve the problem how whatever it takes 
so you solve that problem by being a monolith by being uh, uh, like by having 50 different companies in parallel the focus is on not being a big player the focus is on being a problem solver and although they sound very same but they are not really the same but the focus changes the focus shifts you know we don't crave for a large chunk of the market you know we we are problem solvers so we want to solve problem to for a large number of people and there's a difference you know so when you say that you they are allies the other fitness companies uh, cult fit uh, healthify and couple of more brands are allies for you how how have you ever tried creating an alliance with them because uh, would be interesting to hear look uh, the approach is different and uh, see fitness is not like a one size fits all you know some people would enjoy going to cult fit some people would love healthify me and some people would love a fitter approach you know so approaches are different and there's philosophical differences but it's not like you know i'm going to come out uh, in the open and bash them you know the, the model is completely different our model is completely different like i said their their focus uh, or their forte is probably targeting people who are self motivated our target is people who are looking for that motivation so the model is very different so they are operating in a completely different time we are operating in a very different time there might be some overlap but it's a healthy overlap there is not a bad overlap you know where we are not trying to poach uh, into their customers and nor do we think that they will try to poach into our customers ours is more of a education based model there is more of a service based model you know and uh, it's just that the approach is different you know approach is very very different very contrasting so if i understood your approach correctly the way you look at your and what differentiates your brand so if i so i was looking at the facebook pages of uh, cult fit and couple of more companies and uh, so so cult fit is more about uh, you know getting fun in the exercise uh, kind of a thing so they are more in the space of as a brand they want to be about that you want to have fun in the evening come down and have it so it's more like a starbucks that you could just go down have some coffee and chill out or maybe even chaios just come down chill out and have some chai so that's the kind of a road that they take what differentiates you as a brand is that you as a brand is is about uh, you know uh, you want you want people to be really working on getting themselves fit and there's a number that you have and the approach is very uh, is is very is very number driven that you need to get fit did you achieve that number and to enable that you look at what is it that you could create so how is it that you could help people get self motivated to come down so your market as you said is are not people who are looking for fitness but people who desperately need to be fit and they are not motivated to go into a gym is that right yeah well, i mean it's a somewhere some of the things are right some of the things are almost almost there so yeah like you know our focus is primarily uh to you know activate those individuals who are in dire need of fitness See, today the thing that affects me most is that uh, out of all the things india is known as the diabetes capital of the world which is which is kind of shameful you know i i don't want uh to to be in a place where my kids would hold me accountable and say dad you could have done something about it and uh, i wouldn't have any answer to that you know i i'd be like looks on look Maybe I I tried my best, you know. Your daddy tried best to solve uh, these problems. So it's like I feel like there's a responsibility, there's a huge sense of accountability, you know. Where if I have that power to fix things, and if I don't use that, that's uh, so so it's it's more like that, you know. I personally feel a 
accountable uh, to the coming generations you know and uh, i i think it's it's all a matter of it's it's more of a personal journey for me uh, than anything else i've been there i've, I've suffered uh, being mocked i've had uh, you know problem uh, which most of the kids suffer these days and so i think i relate to them and i i think these problems are not going anywhere they are if anything they are only getting worse and worse and so if somebody will somebody will have to have to address those problems before they before they uh, you know become unmanageable and it's horrible no no kid uh, no parent nobody should live with uh, with these kind of body image issues or uh, you know any sort of issues arising out of their own bodies everybody has a right to be fair and we are proof by transforming 150000 plus people that everybody can overcome these challenges and so it's, it's more about that okay. so if i have to uh, so if if i talk of an infographics uh, the phase 1 was more about fun and the phase 2 was getting more serious about uh, wherein you define what you as a brand philosophy is going to be all about your brand philosophy is going to be about uh, one you really care about people getting fit and looking at how you could create motivations for them to get fit and and to enable that uh, the, the larger purpose is how, how you could help create a fitter india and you are looking at your at competitors and the other players in the market as allies that are there so this is the phase 2 right yeah and uh, yeah and add to that you know we we also realize that when people say health is wealth uh, you know most of the companies fail to create this perception in the minds of people that health is wealth like you say health is wealth uh, but people will wake up say yeah you are saying health is wealth but i don't see wealth attached to the health you know because my gym trainer is getting paid very less my coach is getting paid very less the gyms are getting shut down so being fit should also somehow has that somehow has to has that success element attached to it where somebody will look at a fit individual and say oh wow look at him he's fit and he's also successful that is going to change the image of the industry you know so today my focus is not just on making fitter uh, a very yeah. high Yeah, a profitable company. The the idea is that every single coach in the company has to become so financially fit that people will aspire to become fitness coaches. You know, they wouldn't say, "Mom, Dad, I want to do IIT and then IIM." No, they can directly become a fitter coach and make more money than IIT IIM graduates. And that's the that's the vision. You know, that's how we will change this industry inside out. See, the IT industry, and and it's it's not about uh, it's not about it's not about the intricacies it's not about how a industry operates the scale is basically determined by how many jobs an industry can create if there's 2.2 billion people who are desperately looking for fitness related changes and we understand that these problems are closely related to lifestyle altering that lifestyle requires behavioral change a behavior can only be altered by a real human being so if there's 2.2 billion people i'm saying take minimum दो पांच लाख जॉब्स तो आप क्रिएट कर ही सकते हो यू कैन इजिली क्रिएट टू टू फाइव लाख जॉब्स इन दिस इंडस्ट्री एंड दैट्स अबाउट इट यू नो बट वट कैन ऑफ जॉब्स यू नो आई टी इंडस्ट्री डेंट बिकम पॉपुलर बिकॉज इट वॉज जस्ट क्रिएटिंग जॉब इट वॉज क्रिएटिंग इंटरेस्टिंग जॉब्स सो प्रीवियसली इट वॉज दू नो कॉल सेंटर कल्चर वेर मेन वेमेन यू नो देर ड्राइविंग अराउंड इन कूल कार्स एंड यू नो टॉकिंग टू फॉरन कंपनी वेरी हेल्प वेरी कूल Today the culture is different. Today 
my fitness coaches make more money than iit i am graduates sitting at home while on a vacation so, so that's that's the that's the that's the trend now and so more and more people will discover that they can make uh, a good living by affecting people's behavior by making them fit and having a successful career at the same time so this is something which is which was kind of missing in the fitness industry and i think we nailed down on this in a very very effective manner in fact day before yesterday i shared a screenshot about a coach who messaged me he, uh, his wife left him because of uh, because he was not making enough money and and this year he has cumulatively made over 1 crore in commission wow. in the last uh, uh, 2.3 years with fitter so that's that's more than 40 lakh rupees uh, annually that's good very 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 average guy no nothing iit nothing i am and so you know, we we share that and so see, these are the kind of success stories we are talking about so in the conversation the the hero question that i asked you was how are you creating your market and in the competitive industry that fitness is the health industry is where a lot of gyms are there how are you inking out a space for yourself your brand kind of a space are you creating so so we covered phase 1 which was more about passion and uh, you know you just getting a portal which facilitated the coaches and people to take services that was phase 1 and the phase 2 we spoke about where you got really serious about looking at uh, uh, you as a brand what are you going to be about your brand philosophy has got the goal of getting people fit uh, looking at how motivation is created at the same time you want to ensure that the coaches that work with you are financially really flourishing so that they stay with you yeah. and 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 the industry in itself is a success so so this is the phase 2 that we covered uh, i'm just curious because you know uh, everyone starts a business but not everyone is able to generate the kind of a demand Uh, how do you ensure that your demand generation is in place? Right. Look, so in our case, you know, we we believe that we we kind of follow the same approach as uh, iPhone did. You know, iPhone did something amazing. It 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 was very contrarian. You know, it did something which no one was able to do. You know, they they said, look, the best shape of the phone has to be like this, with little edges, so that it fits in your hand. And once they introduce this concept, everybody who is selling these flip flops and all those round phones and those pink phones, they're like, "What is this guy doing?" Like he he completely said that he created truth. a new category. So yeah. he created a new category, and there was a quote. Uh, I'm going to quote over here. And this guy, this guy was Steve Ballmer. When people asked him, "What do you feel of the iPhone?" and this guy was like, uh, "People are never going to use." you know replace their computers people will still do the office work on their computers so this was steve bomber's kind of an approach but yes it created a category uh, and and all the more this question is very important because uh, how you're creating demand in a fitness industry which is like it's not it's not something which is like new like an iphone category creator uh, so so the question could be how you are creating your own category uh, at the same time because it's such a competitive industry how are you able to create your demand is uh, you yeah. know so. so so that's what i'm coming to you know so before iphone everybody was using these different kinds of phone pink round flip flops you know with uh, extended keypads digital keypads blah 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 and all sorts of phones when iphone came it said look this is the best phone and that's about it you know you you can't refute this so when we came in the market we introduced the concept of quantified nutrition and people started getting this before fitter There were no results. 
people were doing all sorts of random garbage that was available in the market and the information was not free we democratized that we democratized fitness information now you can't fool people the same people who were fooling people in the names of uh, you know shakes and this and these uh, the people can't be fooled once you have created that awareness today you go out in the market and sell somebody a flip flop kind of a phone they'll say what is this nonsense it does not fit my aesthetic so you created that awareness once you create that awareness uh, you have created a category of educated customers now because of the inherent trust you start selling them something which they are looking for which is personalized coaching so the information is available free of cost the motivation that you may derive from speaking to a personal coach or the accountability for that you pay a small premium it's a very very open simple and transparent model and if you have any doubts on the model you can become a coach i would look at that side career yeah. <laughs> so 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 you, you so you so you look at the at your demand generation you look at the one you wanted to see how you could be a how, how you could work in the category and bring in some kind of a novelty in the category and that's where you came up with the concept of quantified nutrition that means you picked up all the information that people wanted and you put that on a website uh, easily available for people to see how much uh, of a protein do they need for their body so kind of a kind of a nutritional facts is what you did right So primarily, so so that's the nutrition fact. You yeah, go ahead. No, no, not nutrition facts. It's about teaching them about carbohydrates, teaching them about protein, uh, you know, fats, and removing all the existing myths about, uh, you know, some people used to think that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, or uh, you know, intermittent fasting is the best diet, or ketogenic diet is the best diet. We taught people how to be critical. We taught people how to research. We taught people how to stay scientific. and then uh, you know how to use all the information available online in a manner which is free from biases free from prejudices and free from all sorts of bs anybody in the fitter group if you tell them was this in an article published in a famous news journal uh, or this thing they'll say we don't trust them you know they'll 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 quote you uh, a research or a meta analysis from from probably one of the google scholars or uh, you know pubmeds of the world and they will be able to argue you back and then you will have to justify oh shit you know this is what i was trying to say so people have got education after they have joined fitter so w- w- the real difference that we made in people's life is we introduced education to them and education is always empowering you know once you educate somebody there's no going back you know you you've liberated them you've liberated their minds so it's like people were roaming around in kindergarten and school and suddenly they come to the university and they're oh wow you know this is this is what the world really is about so we've opened up their minds and that's that's what we have done yeah all right so so what i missed when you said that you created your market with a quantified nutrition what i understood was that you got the information all the research up over there but it didn't stop there what you actually what i just got it what i just got was that you you actually coached people and educated people to understand the science and how it works Yeah. the science of different diets and the science of different foods and and that and that kind of education kind of a thing created believers in the system and that's how uh, the believers started you know transferring the beliefs to the other absolutely it's all network effect and uh, yeah. we don't market ourselves we don't advertise 
uh, today we have a community of over 2 million people on the app and different social platforms and it's all organic so we haven't done any sort of advertisement till now so everybody who goes through the twitter experience uh, they are so excited that they share it with 10 other people with their friends and family members and that's how we are growing so so you created you you generated demand for yourself by looking at how you could create your own followers your own cult based on understanding how the science of food and the and the different diets work so you created your own cult and this is how you got this is how you created your category right i mean not that we were trying to do such a thing it just happened happened, it just happened. yeah uh a very a very trivia question so if i ask you uh, if you have to define if you have to talk about a demographics of a person who is a fitter customer and a customer who is working with uh, any other gym or any other fitness brand then uh, what do you feel you know what differentiates the two customers so let's say let's say if i talk of cult fit uh, sorry to name it but yeah let's say if i talk of cult fit as a customer and fitter as a customer what will be difference between these two customers uh, our customers are trainers yeah so i'm going to use this like this is a fitter customer and this is a cult fit customer so fitter customer ki what are, what are going to be the demographics like how how would you define a fitter customer yeah our our customers would be people who understand uh, like once they have become the customers right so they understand a lot more about fitness uh, these are people who are who 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 know how to stay fit and in all sort of conditions so they they are uh, they understand that fitness is a basic hygiene and so these are the people who have transcended through that physical phase and now are looking into uh, the the mental and uh, you know social well being because at fitter we don't say fitness is everything we say look fitness is like you know brushing your teeth taking a shower so that's not where your life ends that's where your life starts so if you fix your fitness if you get fitness out of it where you don't even have to talk about it that's when you start doing more things with your life and so that's the difference so maybe for a cult customer fitness is everything fitness is life this and that for a fitter customer fitness is basic hygiene yeah. all right so it's like uh, like the way that ad uh, the the macho ad says that like it just happens like denver wala jo ad aata hai like you know you just happen to so so for a fitter customer it's more like he just carries on with a fitness like a like a regular routine of his life because he understands the building blocks and how they work vis-a-vis a cult fit customer who is really who has to go down and grill himself and and does all the work right yeah i mean uh, again you know not that i have interacted with cult fit customers by and large but and and there's a huge overlap so a lot of people who are for our customers they also use uh cult uh, facilities uh, some of our uh, customers or ex healthy family customers and uh, so what i've seen is that our customers are slightly more educated they they develop an interest in learning about nutrition and fitness and uh, you know they like i said they transcend from that physical to mental and social uh, will be improving in fact we we conducted a survey in the community and we asked people how has fitness affected your life like since you have joined fitter so i had mentioned that and uh, did it affect your personal and professional life as well 92% people said that after joining fitter my personal and professional life got better so fitness and phys- fitness and fitter is beyond the physical you know you you, you it's, it's a different how do i 
it's a different kind of a narrative we'll have to be part of it to understand uh, no, i would be looking at it definitely i would i would definitely go for a program uh, and understand the brand further my last interesting question so so we have covered three phases the first phase is where it was more a passion for you the second phase where it was about you realizing what the brand philosophy it is going to be what your approach is going to be uh, how do you define your customers so that was the second phase now when i talk of phase 3 because uh, you know you you definitely you have to become big we all have to become big so how do you plan to speed up your scale like how do you plan to speed up your progress so for us it's a it's again you know um uh, like they say if you have to at some point of time when you want to go further you you look and you know you begin your inward journey and so for us i think we have understood why fitter started uh what worked for it which was the thing that we have figured out in the last 5 years we believe that we are able to impact lives by altering human behavior through human interaction and so it's all about you know dialing down further on human behavior understanding the behavior so what are the triggers what are some of the things that can make people uh get into fitness so what are their motivations finding out that motivation are these people uh not fit because of x y or z finding those reasons and then giving them those certain nuggets you know where they where they hang on to these nuggets and move or slowly transcend towards a better lifestyle so for us it's about that So in the phase three, when you have to speed up your scale and and your business, uh, you again are going to the the nucleus of your thinking, which is behavior, the human behavior. So, did you create any recent experiment around a human behavior to understand what is it that what human behavior you can use to speed up your scale? Yeah, I mean there are intrinsic, extrinsic motivation factors. So just to give you a sense of the uh, sense of uh, you know how we are thinking. So we we believe that people want to do good. People want to build something. People want to be a part of something. You know, this is the basic human nature. Uh, you either create something or you want to be a part of something. So how do you create the sense of belongingness, right? Because everybody is looking for care, compassion. Everybody is looking for social validation. So how do you incorporate those things? into your fitness where you achieve a fitness uh, accolade and then you suddenly uh, feel like okay you belong there and people appreciate your hard work right so those social cookies apart from that you know if you are losing health to seek wealth what if we got you wealth while you are uh, in during your pursuit of your health so uh, this year the grand prize at fitter is 1 crore rupees Uh, that's that's the grand prize last year our winners got uh, a mahindra thar and a kawasaki ninja 650 before that we gave out harley davidson it all happens in a very transformation yeah, the transformation challenge 30 uh yeah the tc13 this time tc12 actually tc12 yeah yeah so it's like people now know they all they have to do to win this 1 crore is not play a uh, play a gamble they just have to work hard adopt a fitter lifestyle and the fact that uh, you know it's not a one off competition most of the times people end up winning by taking part in transformation challenges several times so for example the last year grand prize winner he took part in five transformation challenges he was a charter accountant uh, didn't even place in the top 250 in the first time second time also and then he nailed it you know and today he's a fitter coach Uh, you know, so so basically, uh, letting people go through cycles of this behavioral change while uh, giving them what they are looking for—is it wealth? Is it is it is it some sort of a charitable cause? 
is it is it something is it is it just interacting with more people is it just giving them a home if they're looking for you know so all those kind of factors you know they 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 fit beautifully inside for them you know and so that's that's what we are looking at and it's it's all very basic it's all about understanding what humans want and uh, that basically comes from asking yourself that question what do i want you know uh, i'm a founder but at the end of the day what makes me more happy you know what makes me more happy is when people love me my friends love me my family love me when everybody loves me so my very basic absolute need is social validation you know from friends family people who love me so i i want love and so if people can be loved that, oh. that, that, so if i so 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 because this is transformation challenge 12 uh, and and this time to make it big so to promote this challenge because the bigger the challenge becomes so what i'm understanding is to in the third phase of your growth where you want to speed up your scale and you want you want to get more people join you you are looking at making transformation challenge really big so so to make it big what is it that you are like what kind of what kind of uh, advertising strategies are you using if you are if you are comfortable to share because i searched on your facebook i went into the page and i saw you were not running any ads uh, we like i said we don't do any kind of ads yeah i didn't see any ads i searched for it we didn't do any kind of we we don't do any kind of ads because we believe that you know advertisements kind of uh, Uh, take away that trust part, uh, you know, and and we believe that you know the more organically we grow, the more solid company we are building from inside, more profitable we are. So we we basically focus on very very basic business fundamentals, you know, uh, do a healthy profitable business, uh, serve our customers, keep your CSAT and NPS really high, keep your CAC low, uh, you know, have a LTV which is sustainable. So very basic grounded. uh principles you know make sure that you're always listening to the customers and advertisement doesn't fit in that strategy as of today maybe in future when we when we feel like you know when we have got a green from our community members when they are fine or they see now you have to grow again so now it's to do that in terms of transformation challenge of 20000 people have already joined transformation challenge and it is all word of it's all organic the community itself is 2 million people so 20000 people joining it is not really a big deal to be honest okay so so what do you feel could have been a good figure for this transformation challenge what is like what is the goal that you have for it like flipkart always had this 1 billion dollar sale amazon also has this 1 billion dollar sale goal so for transformation challenge what is that goal that you have i would love uh, you know to transformation challenges to become so big that someday maybe hundreds of thousands of people from around the world will participate in you know at the same time okay so 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 to get there you have been using word of mouth you have been using organic is there any experiment you did to make this big transformation challenge no these are grown completely organically in fact the first transformation challenge had 200 people okay so the, the results out of these transformation challenges you know uh, basically people who undergo these transformation challenges they talk about these in a big big manner because these are life altering experiences for them you know just to do something uh, in a in a social setting for 12 weeks where you are pushing yourself not just physically but mentally it's a big deal so at the end of the transformation challenge you start feeling uh, like a champion you know whether you win or not it's secondary but you feel accomplished 
you know and so transformation challenge is such a challenge that everybody feels like a winner you know and people discover that they are stronger and both physically and mentally and they are not made out of glass which is something which a lot of people in their lifetime uh, go about not being able to discover so transformation challenge is all about discovery you know and so people who complete the transformation challenge then they become evangelist and then they talk about it and uh, you know there's people who been taking part in these transformation challenges ever since yeah so you know i'm going to just add an idea to your transformation challenge because the moment you you talk to me about three things when people go through transformation challenge they feel like a champion they feel like a winner they feel stronger and uh, one of the one of the ideas you could just try it out is that uh, because it's about mental and how can you make yourself mentally strong physically strong uh, so 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 gamification is something which i feel that you know uh looking at how you can gamify it how you could uh, like like a like an app which you can play on your phone gamification is something i feel that you know uh being an advertising guy myself and a brand guy i'm very excited so i'm going to talk offline about how to make this transformation challenge big i'm go- i'm going to pick in ideas and share about it uh my last question to you uh if you have to so to i'm sure you are looking to raise investments because there's a big market there's a 2.2 billion population you want to target which needs your services to reach that market if i if you have to make an investor pitch then what is that going to be uh i think uh, you know we are creating the world's largest community where people uh, are not judged people feel safe and they can learn about fitness they can uh you know transform share get inspired and they can explore the opportunities in fitness industry so so that's what we are building and so so you are building the world's largest community where people are not judged and where people enjoy the journey of becoming fit and having great lives that's that's your that's what you are building right that's what we are building yes thank you so much jc it was nice talking to you and uh, i'm going to now